Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. How are you, Jeff? I'm having a good evening. Thank you for asking. I'm excited about tonight's topic. As you know, if you are a loyal listener to the show, we spend a good amount of time describing the different resorts on Walt Disney World property, and we've hit every moderate resort that they have on property. So we thought tonight would be a great opportunity to break down and compare and contrast the resorts at the moderate level with each other. You've figured out that this is the level that works for you and your family. How do we figure out which is the right one? What do you think, Sandy? You know, we get that question all the time because people do say, you know, first they're figuring out, is it value? Is it moderate? Is it deluxe? Where do I want to fall? Price range. And then once they've narrowed it down, theming aside, what's the difference? And we get that all the time. And like you said, price is probably typically the jumping off point, is it not? It is. And with the moderate resorts, they're all going to fall pretty close in price to each other if you're talking about that same standard room. So that's where the amenities come in at each one, or sometimes it is all about the theme that you love. The first thing I want to talk about when we talk about these resorts is it's a very important piece getting to and from the theme parks with a resort. So why don't we break down the best park transportation for these moderate resorts? Well, I think you know what's coming because you tease me. It's my favorite phrase. <laughs> it's going to be Caribbean Beach with the sky gondolas. You've got that awesome quick transportation to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. And quick transportation is what I always look for. It was a softball. I knew that was what was coming <laughs> for, the, for there. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the Caribbean Beach then. What what makes it, besides getting to and from the parks, what else makes that a, a good destination? So we've got four moderate resorts, and two of them have a feature that two of them don't, and Caribbean Beach is going to be one of those features. It has rooms that sleep five. So occupancy in your room is always going to be a key. Five people with one of them being a younger child because you can have rooms with two queen beds and a banquette. So that sleeps five is an option. They've also got theme rooms here, which is a nice benefit if you've got a little swashbuckler in your family and you're looking for that pirate immersive theme, that's an option for you as well. One thing I will point out about Caribbean Beach to be aware of is they are two-story buildings with no elevators. So you can always request a ground floor, but if stairs are an issue for you or you've got a scooter and you don't like ground floor rooms, this is not going to be the resort for you. So I think it's important we point out too, if you do want to know a lot about this resort, you can check out episode 26. It breaks down in tremendous detail anything you need to know about the Caribbean Beach Resort. But as far as best park transportation for the moderate resorts, it is the hub for the Sky Gondola, which we know you are such a fan of. So that wins your award there, correct? And I see you wanted to steal my phrase. You just <laughs> had to say it. Listen, you don't do enough of these shows together and not know exactly where we're headed. So uh, <laughs> let's talk about maybe the best extras, the best the best supplemental uh, experience that a that moderate resort can give to a guest. It's going to be Coronado Springs and the new Grand Destino Tower. I've talked about Coronado for a long time as a favorite of mine, but I'm also going to focus for a minute 
on the tower itself. So about a year and a half ago, they built this new tower. And again, if you've listened to our episodes, you know I'm a little bit of a hotel motel snob, though I put it aside in Florida. Hotels have interior corridors. Most of the Disney resorts have exterior. And the tower has those interior corridors. Doesn't matter which side of the tower you're on, you've got great theme park views, fireworks views at night, great rooftop bars, lots of extra dining and extra amenities in the tower. It's the only moderate resort that has a hair salon in it, a business center, more food options than any other resort. It's also where you can do sangria tasting if you're looking for that class. (laughs) You know, I remember this. I remember hearing about this all the way back in episode 18. We had talked about uh, that you you actually got a, a, a degree or a certificate on making sangria, didn't you? I do, I hold a degree in sangria making. <laughs> so that's not so bad. And I don't think I put it to use often enough. I'm going to have to work on that. Well, we'll we'll make that happen. Uh, for any kind of you your sports nuts too, for those of you that were paying attention to the NBA playoffs and the NBA finals, Coronado has an enormous convention center where they laid the practice flooring down for each of the teams that were involved in the NBA bubble. So I can't guarantee when you go there, it's going to be there. But that'll give you an idea of just how large that convention center is. That's where they had had the teams practicing when they were there. So a little bit of sports trivia tied to Coronado as well. And the nice thing about that, because sometimes you hear that word, oh, how large is that resort? And you go, oh, it's not for me. It is a larger resort like Caribbean Beach. It's got that lake in the middle and it's all around a circle. So you can keep going around to get wherever you need to go. But then the conference center is kind of like a little wing off of that circle. So if you're not there for a convention, you could very easily never step foot in that direction and never have it add extra steps. Because let's be honest, getting back to my resort at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, I don't want any extra steps. I'm done for the day. No, that's fair. Okay. So let's talk about those extra steps. What's... (laughs) Which resort do you think is the easiest for mobility? We have a lot of guests that are traveling that maybe have some mobility challenges. They're looking for the ability to, to move around a little bit easier. What do you think is the best resort for mobility? Hands down, Port Orleans French Quarter. Without a doubt, it is our smallest resort, most compact. Once you walk out the back of the lobby building, You can literally see from end to end, left to right, front to back, and walk from any direction and be at the end of the property line in probably about four minutes. And if you check out episode 31, we do break down uh, Port Orleans in great detail, uh, explain to you a little bit the the ups and downs of of what goes down there and and give you an idea of if that resort is for you. And I'm going to give this resort a second award. It has one of my favorite little kids splash zones. It's absolutely adorable. And it's got its own gated area and lots of lounge chair space for adults. So the kids can be doing the water cannons, the water guns, the flowers that they can dump water and spray. And mom and dad or grandma and grandpa can hang in the lounge chairs very easily. So another bonus to this resort. And again, check out episode 31 if you want uh, any specific details on Disney Port Orleans. All right, so let's go to, you know, we had talked about in the beginning, you talked about 
the price being a motivating factor before you settle on any kind of theming, right? Theming is a huge part of any kind of Disney vacation. So break it down, Sandy. What are the best themed rooms in the moderate resort level? Over at Port Orleans Riverside, it's going to be the Royal Guest Rooms. It's all about being at a princess party, all those magical touches, everything from the artwork on the wall, the letter that Princess Tiana leaves on the table, the sinks in the bathroom that have handles that are like uh, Genie's magic lamp, and best of all, headboards that light up with fireworks. That's pretty cool. It is amazing. And I it is a little unique over at Riverside. They have the princess, the royal guest rooms. They have standard guest rooms. And then over in the bayou, they have, again, that Sleeps 5 that we talked about at Caribbean Beach. Because we kind of mentioned Caribbean Beach had that unique ability to sleep five in a room. At Coronado Springs and French Quarter, all of your rooms are going to be Sleeps 4. And then at Riverside, your royal rooms and your standard rooms are going to sleep four. And your bayou rooms are going to, again, be that opportunity to sleep five. And all of them also can do one child under three on top of that occupancy. And the one thing that I think we left off when we were talking about best park transportation is that sometimes you're not going to a park, right? Sometimes you're looking for transportation maybe to get to Disney Springs. Maybe you're looking for transportation just to be an extra attraction at your own resort. And at Port Orleans, that boat cannot be underestimated as far as just the experience and the, and the storytelling that it offers. It makes for a great time. And again, sometimes it's a wonderful thing if you have a young child that wants to nap and you don't want to sit in the room while they nap. The boat ride is a great way for them to sleep and you to take in some sights and relax and enjoy as well. And I think sights is really important there because there are two sides to the resort. So you get a chance to maybe spend some time and see the entirety of the resort, which is kind of cool. So, all right, so we talked about the transportation, any kind of extras that gets thrown in, the easiest to get around, the best theming. What have we missed? What do you think, what do people come to you and say, oh, I want to moderate Help me figure it out. What are some questions that maybe you ask them that you think are, are helpful in, in deciding these things? Let's, let, let's, let's, let's wrap it up that way. What, what are some questions that you ask guests when they're coming to you for a moderate resort? Well, I'll say one thing that we really didn't touch on, and it's kind of another bonus going back to Coronado Springs. There's a lot of people who are touring. They'd really like to go deluxe. They're not sure that it's in their budget or that they can justify it with the number of hours that they're in their room. But Coronado Springs has something super unique, which is the Kronos Club. It is their concierge lounge. It is the only moderate resort to offer concierge service. So you have that lounge area where you can go for breakfast, midday snacks, light bites, and an alcoholic or non-alcoholic drink at dinner time and dessert. So again, you're going to pay extra for that benefit, but you're going to feel like you're staying deluxe with all of that service at a much lower price tag. We got a couple minutes. I'm going to give you some hypotheticals, and I want to. St- I just want to. I want to put you to work here, real quick. Go for it. Here's my family. I'm traveling with just me, my wife, and my nine-year-old. 
We really, really care about getting in and out of the parks in an efficient way. We maybe won't spend a ton of time at the resort. We're not interested in eating at the resort. What's the best resort for that accommodation and why? Most likely you're going to end up at Caribbean Beach. You've got that quick transportation to Epcot and to Hollywood Studios. Though, again, that's why we talk to people in detail. Depending on how many days you're going, if you say to me, we're only doing three park days and we're not going to Epcot, we might talk about French Quarter for you so that even though it's going to share our bus, it's going to be that last stop and your transportation is going to be a little bit quicker from there to the Magic Kingdom. See, folks, that's what happens when you try to throw her for a loop. She's got more than one answer because there isn't just one answer. So the hypothetical family that I'm describing, if that is yours, reach out to the folks at Easy Diz so that they can give you their, their expert advice and help steer you in the direction that makes the most sense for your traveling party. Sandy, anything else you want to share about these moderate resorts before we put it to bed? I'll also give you an honest answer on why sometimes there is more than one answer. We didn't touch in this episode, because we did in the individual resort episodes, about resort view, where we talk about standard view, pool view, lake view, preferred area, all of those things. And sometimes when, although they all start at the same pricing, if standard view is sold out or it's a special discount time and standard view is sold out, sometimes if you have to get a higher level room, that might be what sways you because for a difference of $300 a week, you'd rather have $300 worth of Dole Whips than $300 worth of a preferred area at your resort. So sometimes resort availability is going to play into that decision for you. I can promise you, I would always prefer $300 worth of Dole Whip. Uh, I knew I found the answer for you. <laughs> There's just no question about it. So Sandy, thanks for taking the time tonight. You bet. Thanks for having me on tonight, Jeff. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, have them subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.